Yo, does anybody else get a chuckle when they think about the way WWE introduced the Universal title just under four years ago? I sure do. If you don't know what I'm talking about, well strap on in and get ready, because it's going to be a wild ride. It's your boy Mike from Crendlemania Wrestling here, coming at you with the first edition of Crumb Thoughts with the Kid. It's a new feature series where I break down a little bit of wrestling history while at the same time consuming enough wheat to get an elephant stoned. First on the docket is a championship whose rich history includes five combined reigns between two middle-aged men. Its most prestigious holder is... Boys and girls, let's flash back to July 25th, 2016. The location? Brooklyn, New York. The occasion? The unveiling of a new top title for the Raw brand. The recent brand split had resulted in Dean Ambrose taking the WWE title to SmackDown. So, the company's main show, well, they had some work to do. Now, I want you to all hark back in your minds to a time when the World Heavyweight Championship the big gold belt was a thing, worn proudly by the likes of Triple H, Randy Orton, Batista, Edge, John Cena, and The Undertaker. It had a simple and clean look, and in my opinion, it worked just fine. Now, boys and girls, let's return to July the 25th. Mick Foley is in the ring, and he's alongside Stephanie McMahon, and it is obvious that Foley is there to take a little bit of the heat off of McMahon for the title that's about to be unveiled in the middle of the ring. Three, two, one, and here we go. The WWE Universal Championship. Those boos were definitely justified. The title has no originality. It's simply the WWE title, but in red or blue, depending on the brand. As of April 18th, 2020, eight different wrestlers have won the Universal title, and quite frankly, I can't think of many who have benefited from winning the Big Red Belt. Forty-two-year-old part-timer Brock Lesnar leads the way. He's held the title three separate times and was excited for a while, but then he just decided to stop showing up to work. That description basically sums up the history of the title on the Raw brand, because Lesnar's combined 688 days with Big Red, more than triples that of the next guy, which was Kevin Owens. The saddest part about the Universal title is that the company originally got things right. At SummerSlam 2016, former Bullet Club founder and NXT stalwart Finn Balor made his main roster debut, taking on inaugural NXT champion and former SHIELD member Seth Rollins to determine the inaugural champion. The match was sick, okay? It was two wrestlers coming into their prime with exceptionally high work rates. And I don't care what anybody says, the coup de gras or warrior's way, whatever you want to call it, is still one of the coolest finishing maneuvers. Above all else, 
this match showcased a new era for the company. An era that focused less on muscle mass and sheer size, and more on athleticism and pure in-ring maneuvers. When Balor won the championship in his main roster pay-per-view debut, everything was right. Cool, but man did that euphoria sail quickly. The following night, Balor revealed he tore his shoulder labrum in the match and had to be out for six months relinquishing the belt. The injury occurred on a buckle bomb that he took on the barricade on the outside and I just want to say very quickly that that move probably shouldn't have been part of the match. Anyways, let's move on to KO. Owens won the strap on Raw a week after Balor gave it up. The match also featured Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and Big Cass. And yes, that is not a typo. Big Cass was involved in the second ever Universal Championship match, don't you ever forget. Anyways, Owens pinned Rollins for the win after Triple H interfered with a pedigree on the architect. It set up a feud between the King of Kings and Seth, but it really did not need to happen during this particular match. I, for one, much would have preferred a clean win for KO, who just over a year earlier had beaten John Cena clean as a whistle in his pay-per-view debut. Nonetheless, Owens proudly held the strap for 188 days, including a really amusing side program with fellow Canadian Chris Jericho. But on March 5th, 2017 at Fastlane, WWE felt he needed to be squashed by this man. Yes, in just 13 seconds, 50-year-old part-timer Bill Goldberg, a.k.a. Bill Oldberg, jobbed out KO thanks to a distraction from Chris Jericho. For the next two years, we the fans were treated to short matches and occasional glimpses of the championship. Just 28 days after winning the strap, Bill Oldberg lost the title back to Lesnar at WrestleMania 33. It's a match that lasted a whopping 4 minutes and 45 seconds. Lesnar held the belt for a record 504 days, but I must reiterate, he was rarely seen on weekly television. And it didn't help that Lesnar's main competitor during this time was Roman Reigns. Reigns was pushed way too fast when he wasn't ready by the company, and I would argue the catalyst for fans' frustration surrounding Reigns was his 2015 Royal Rumble victory, where the fans, everybody, I'm telling you, everybody in the building, wanted a Daniel Bryan win that night. If you think I'm lying, check out this clip from the event where even The Rock's presence couldn't help Roman. Roman Reigns and The Rock! Regardless, the company continued to push the Reigns underdog story. At SummerSlam 2018, the big dog finally won the big red belt. The match went an awe-inspiring 6-10. At least the belt was back on weekly television. Unfortunately, on October the 22nd, the curse of Big Red continued. My real name is Joe, and I've been living with leukemia for 11 years. And unfortunately, it's back. Roman's announcement was heartbreaking. And the double whammy? On November 2nd, 2018, the part-time era returned to Monday Night Raw. For the third consecutive year, 
Lesnar entered Mania in a program for the Universal title. And for the second time in two years, the match lasted less than five minutes. Winning in the opening match of WrestleMania 35 in just two and a half minutes, it appeared that the Universal title was about to reclaim some prestige. Let's not forget, Rollins had been involved in the first ever title match for Big Red. On top of that, he'd already proved he could lead a brand thanks to his impressive WWE title run as a member of the Authority. As fate has shown, however, no one in the WWE is safe from bad booking. And that includes Seth Rollins. He endured a bland program with Baron Corbin, a legit heel who never, ever backs it up in the ring. Adding real-life girlfriend Becky Lynch into the picture did not help one bit as the man's man slowly lost my support as well as many others. While this was going on, the stench of Lesnar continued. Brock is the eighth man! Brock is the eighth man of the match! Brock Lesnar has won money in Here's the bank! First, he won the Money in the Bank briefcase, despite not actually being a participant in the match. Then, 98 days later, Lesnar cashed in on Rollins. By the time CrossFit Jesus won the belt back at SummerSlam 2019, fan interest for Rollins was at an all-time low. <laughs> One man who hasn't lost the support of the fans is Bray Wyatt. A former WWE Champion, his Fiend gimmick was over huge ever since its debut at SummerSlam 2018. Wyatt was immediately pushed into a title program with Seth on Raw, and unfortunately, it led to this. The red lighting, the fuck finish where Seth attempts to commit murder, the mallet, none of it was necessary. And then, the company put the title on The Fiend right after that, so I don't understand why any of the Hell in the Cell nonsense was necessary. On top of everything else just mentioned, The Fiend has never been a character who needed a belt. He's a special attraction, just like The Undertaker was. The custom design The Fiend has is also so bad. But my sources tell me it's a major seller online, so here we are. Nonetheless, The Fiend is dope. I'm down for any program he's in, except for this one from a few months ago. Cover by Goldberg! Shoulders down! He did it! Goldberg's the Universal Champion! I can't believe it! In less than five minutes, a middle-aged man put down the most over thing in the company, and with one of the weakest looking jackhammers of all time. Recently, my sources have told me that Goldberg requested not to lose to The Fiend on that February night. Bill Oldberg has creative control backstage and he did not want to send a negative message to young fans who look up to him. At least that's what I'm told. Bollocks, okay? It was bollocks. The wrong decision was made that night. Anyways, we carry on. Oldberg was penciled in to lose to Reigns at this year's WrestleMania, but plans changed due to COVID. Instead, it was all aboard the Strowman Express. just two minutes and ten seconds for the monster among men to secure his first world title reign. And I will add that this is actually the eighth time now out of twelve that the universal title has changed hands in under seven minutes. 
And that brings us to present day. Strowman is mere weeks into his run, but he's already looking solid. He and Bray Wyatt are engaging in a feud on SmackDown right now, and it is absolutely spectacular. With a legit program in place, the Universal title looks to be on the right track. I, for one, am all in. <laughs>